You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 154th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Orlando, Florida. Matt in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And this is Spencer in Boston, where I think I might be coming down with a cold, you guys. Ah, well, see, I hope that's not true, but it is pretty convenient if you need an excuse for not riding a bike. See, I haven't been riding a bike as of much lately, and it started to get pointed out to me by my riding partners here in Orlando. And um, so I decided in the um, in kind of uh, good old-fashioned, like, hey, this is going to be the new Tim, right? Like, the new Tim started last week. I rode twice this weekend, and I'm ready to make it happen. So, so I went what, on the – Hang on. Can I – Can I, I'll let you get back to this, but what you're saying is you've been in Orlando long enough that you no longer can skate by on out-of-town form? Yes, and I've been using the I'm sick excuse. That was the segue that took me about a minute to get there. Uh-huh. But I went for – a ride yesterday and today. Let's start with today's ride real quick. Finished the ride. I was pretty impressed. Even made a turn on the front and didn't get dropped. Pretty cool. That was a success over yesterday's ride, Saturday's ride, when I did get dropped. But anyways, I digress. Riding down the brand new path that is on Bumby Ave. And anybody that lives in Orlando knows how important this path is on the side of Bumby Avenue. I'm rolling down. There's a guy coming the other way, right? He's got a 10-speed. He's got something in his hands. Upon closer look, he's got a 12-pack of Coors Light. And I'm like, ah, right on. So I wave at the guy. As the mm-hmm. guy is coming by me, he goes, don't wave at me. Nice. And it totally ruined my day. <laughs> I was trying to be nice to that guy, and he told me not to wave at me. And now all of a sudden I'm conflicted of what we've been saying for the last 153 episodes of waving at all of your fellow cyclists. That guy you did can't... not want me to wave, and I'm pretty sure he, he would have beaten me up. So here's the you thing. You can't let that happen. Bum me out, man. Tim, were you were you outside of the city limits? No, I was in okay. the city limits. Okay. I was Were were you was this man in a full kit? Fred, no, no. Fred Fred style or racing style, doesn't matter. No. Was, was he in a lycra um, of any kind? No, god no. Okay. So then I think he had sandals on. I, I think you're legal to not wave at every single possible person on a bike. But when you're outside the city limits and you pass somebody and you're out there, you better wave, right? Like, you're kind of out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if the other person is also kitted up, whether it's a baggy, uh, you know, two sizes too big kind of jersey and cargo shorts even. Like, if they've got some lycra on, you should probably wave. If they're just a okay. townie... You know, yeah, you know. Just, it was it was pretty disappointing. I thought I was like trying to be the friendly guy because probably not a lot of guy, a lot of people wave at this guy. Well, and now I know not. why. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, maybe uh, too many people do. I mean, um, I had a guy I didn't wave at this week. Who I probably should have. He had a full Astana kit. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah well, I'm surprised you didn't stop him, flag but, him down. But I I I didn't wave really because I was. I was too blown away that anybody bought a full Astana kit. Wait, what, and, what time period Astana was this? And could you tell? Uh, last, the last few years. I, I couldn't read if it said Expo 2017 on the side. Yeah. I didn't get that close. He's coming the other way on the greenway. And the best part is he, he, he kind of – so I feel like there's like three style of pedaling. There's Schleck where your knees – you use your knees to get that paint job off the top tube. Yeah. Uh, there's normal people where your knees just go up and down. And then there's kind of the Froome slash uh, Matthew Vanderpool when he's going across the line after he just won, and uh, he's sort of like <laughs> legs are really wide, and you're uh-huh. like, ah, it's a little too too much of a dick pic, dude. 
<laughs> you know, keep keep those keep those like knees together a little. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh, know, every time Vanderpool spread. wins, yeah, I like that. He's sort of like he's sort of just it's too much, and you're like, ah, thanks, dude. But I mean, I don't need to just focus on that area. But you're, you're making you gotta, it hard not you to air it out. You That's how this guy pedaled. For yeah, a few hours. You just gotta get a little airflow. Yeah. So I was a little like, whoa, from this guy. It was kind of all shooken up, but um, uh-huh. anyway, it's pretty nice, full stone kit. But you know, no wave. Oh, Tim looks freaked out. No, no, I, I'm not freaked we... out. I'm just thinking of like man spreading on the bike, and that's kind of yeah. That's, yeah, it's that's a, a it's not a good it. thing. It's not a good phrase. But here's a guy I talked to this week, Tim, and you'll really like this, Spencer. You'll really like this on the Greenway on my trek, okay. my like old trek touring bike, um, riding along. A guy comes up behind me. He's kind of lingering in my draft for a minute, and I'm like, I'm getting a little like. Ugh. I hate when people do this. Yeah. And then he kind of pulls up next to me and he goes, hey, man, that's a sweet bike. And I'm like, oh, well, thanks. You know, I turn around and I, I don't know what I expect him to be on, but I didn't expect him to be on a seven with full campy record. Oh, huh. what? Why was he riding up to me? I mean, I like my bike. I think it's a nice old bike. It's not a seven with full campy record. It was bizarre. And I said, thank you, guy on the seven? Very confused that maybe I was on candid bike camera or something. Wasn't. And then he said, have a good ride. And then I rode away. Bigger question. If this guy was on the new campy disc brake group, how would you feel about that? I should have known that the segue was going to come. I mean, <laughs> I should have known. I was like setting it up. I didn't even realize I was setting up the segue. Damn. I would. I guess I'm happy Campy's getting some money. They're probably hurting. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. This, People got to stop. Is this going to revitalize the Campy brand, little guy? No, Campy's going to stay where it is. Man, it's so expensive. <laughs> everyone's still gonna buy that SRAM garbage, and 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 everyone still wants all their components to be spray painted black at the factory. Now I am gonna get to see the full Campy groups in person this coming weekend up at oh, yeah. GFNY in New York because it's sponsored by Campy. So my question is: There anything you guys want to see or have <clears throat> questions that need to be asked? It's particularly you, little guy. Um, what would you like to see on a disc brake um, campy group? Would it be down tube shifters? Like get get rid of the ergo um, shift and go to uh, like a down no. tube? What do you think? That's no. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. No, I don't care. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about them. As long as they keep making uh, pretty little caliper brakes too for guys like me. I mean, they still make down tube shifters, so come on. So, yeah, how much All of right. a loss is this for you really, little guy? Because – you know, it might encourage some campy uh, cyclocross action to happen. It might. Um, yeah, it, maybe they'll sponsor a team. It's not like they're going to cool. discontinue cantilever brakes that they used to make. You know what I mean? Because they haven't done that in a long time. It's, uh, you know. It's camp- yeah, man, those old campy uh, canties from, like, the Euclid mountain bike group in the 80s are gorgeous. Oh my god, and they're so expensive. I want them so bad. <laughs> Any, anybody out there listening? Some old campy canties. I want them. We're gonna set up like um, a PO box for you, for people who can just send, dump out their parts bins, and just send it to you. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> sounds great. Um, I I'll do that if people are gonna send me parts. Um, I don't know. Whatever. They're disc brakes. They're probably like all the others. Now, people say they're good. Do Some you, people say they're bad. Yeah. Do you have a fear that this is opening the door to uh, a new mountain bike group by Campy at all? Oh. No, man. I hope. I hope they get back in that ball game. Interesting. How I many think... years did they make a Campy mountain bike group little guy? Two? Three? No, I don't know. Maybe it's more than that. I don't know how long it is. I'm not I'm not. You, a you haven't started tracking bike. down a group? No. They're they're expensive. If you can find one, it's expensive, and it's it that can, that era of campy is beautiful. That late mid eighties, late eighties into early nineties, beautiful. It's it's just gorgeous. But I'll admit, it's a little on the heavy side. <laughs> it's a lot on the heavy side. They over, but it's not. It's they overbuilt the hell out of that stuff. It's insane. Like like that C record group I had mm-hmm. on that Rossine. Like it was just so 
beefy. It was it was great, but at the same time, you're like, holy cow. This is their top-of-the-line stuff, and it's so heavy compared to Durace of the same era. Granted, I've broken bits of the Durace, and I never broke any of the C record, but you gotta you gotta split the difference, Campy. And eventually, yeah. that's what they did, and they made everything all carbon and light and fabulous. So that mountain bike stuff, as wonderful it is, I kind of only want the Canties. Mm-hmm. The rest of it, I don't. Those levers were like motocross levers; yeah. they were gigantic. They just overdid and everything. Monsters. They just yeah. didn't understand what people wanted on a mountain bike. So, you know? so okay. So let's let's play uh, fortune teller here. Let's say Campy comes out with a mountain bike group in you know two years or so 11 speed awesome hydraulic disc brakes it's the whole deal beautiful Mm -hmm. campy it's not garbage you like the look of it do Mm -hmm. you little guy buy a mountain bike that accepts disc brakes to put the campy on there that'd be tough i mean i guess if i do decide to buy a new mountain bike i guess maybe that's what i'm waiting for i'm waiting for this new campy <laughs> mountain bike group I so see. that i can jump in and get like a 27.5 whatever the whatever the hell yeah. and and go that route um granted i want <clears throat> two wheelers too i want 27.5 two wheelers um <laughs> okay. you know i want i want to go all in so now i know this isn't mountain bike um like uh radio if you will but i i do want to say that the rumor has it is that 29ers are making the big comeback on the uh, oh, the on the uh, mountain bike seat. Yeah, it seems like 27.5 kind of going away. Now, I know we're a little bit off topic, and a lot of people are chiming in to talk about the biggest news of the week. Um, but mm, we can do no, a no, whole no. – uh, you know, I'll, I'll do some reporting on it uh, this week up in New York. I've I've only read written one 29er ever, Tim, and it was your – what was that single speed you had? I was a Kona big unit. Very good. All right. That felt like I was driving – a gigantic semi it was the least at least for me i felt so it was just not it was the least nimble thing i've ever been on in my yeah, life it was pretty <laughs> much a monster truck and that's the only like because i'm not a very good mountain biker or technical rider as you guys know mm-hmm. so when yeah, i we, saw like a branch yep, yep when i saw a branch i was like "Ooh, i'd have to get off my bike and you yeah. know pick up my 26 inch mountain bike and then yep. put it back over the other side of the branch and then go now when I have a 29-inch wheels, you can just monster truck it and, you know, just roll right over it and everything's fine. Yeah, I understand that. I I guess I think the 27.5 or the 650B or something is a, is a good split oh. personally. But, you know, oh. if, if I had to get a new – if I have to get should, this new campy marketing. equipped – I'm pretty sure Giant is hiring a new marketer because that's their well, entire marketing it scheme actually, for years. <laughs> dude, it makes way more sense than the marketing that went into 29ers when we were first like getting into racing, and everybody was like, dude, you got to have a 29er. There's no way you can do well without a 29er. That's why I bought one. That's why and you bought one. I still one. didn't do well. <laughs> yeah, right? You were like, but this thing's so big. <laughs> well, guys, I know yeah, that Yeah, we're you, burying the lead here. <laughs> I, know, I know you were expecting me to give you some on-the-ground reporting last week because I was unable to make it. Um, apparently... My flight to Italy did not go to Italy. It went um, uh, just domestic. So I had to end up watching Mm. uh, the racing on some sweet pirate feeds. And I do want to say the pirate feed that was available for the first week of the Giro on Steep Hill and Cycling Fans was amazing. It was on Ustream. It looked so good. Fantastic Euro. And then they totally shut it down. Now I'm back into the real dark webs um, with some... uh, French and uh, uh, Italian recording. It has been great, but um, guys, French is the only way to go. They had something to cheer about today. It was amazing, and we'll, usually we'll get to today. But I okay, we'll yeah, get to today. Ahead. But I do want to give a shout out, Rusty Woods on the Twitter, Michael Woods, little guy on Twitter. He's he's Rusty Woods, and we put out there. Yeah, he may not have won the stage, but he does have the biggest VO two max in that group because he got fifth place on stage eight. Gave mm-hmm. us the retweet. It was amazing. Oh, nice. One of our most liked tweets ever. So he Sur- even knows slowly that he has squirming the our way in. Max. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, I probably just know. <laughs> Very uh, that's good. Did you guys like this first w- first second week since we had a miniature first week? I kind of thought it was a bit of a snooze until today, I which being the blockhouse stage. Huge disappointment, to be perfectly honest. I thought everything. Um, leading up until today and then maybe stage three was exciting when quick step put on the uh the echelon clinic and uh um gavaria got the uh pink jersey and the stage win i thought that that was exciting but other than that definitely a snooze fest especially 
the big mountain climb that we were all waiting for up the volcano. And that was well, just like, mm, there's a Tim, mountain there's echelon. A there was a headwind. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what everybody said. That's pretty I mean, much it does... what happens to me on every ride, you know? Yeah. Oh, there's uh, a headwind, guys. I'm going to shut her down. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and Tim goes, oh, headwind. I got a flat. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, look, I, I thought today more than made up for it. Oh, I, I agree. Today was great. Uh, was Today was nine, right? Blockhouse was stage yeah. nine. Stage getting nine. the numbers right. I didn't even no, know it, Blockhouse was a climb or it existed, but it's a pretty awesome name for uh, a climb. The dolphin one on top of it once, oh. and then I believe he had it taken away because of doping violations. The Except dolphin, the, f- the dolphin was the French... on TV today. Pelizzotti. Yeah, he, he looked amazing. He did okay. Yeah, he looks beautiful. He's wonderful. So, of course, we're talking about Nairo Quintana decimates all. We have Pito in second, uh, and then Tommy Dumoulin decimate. in third place. Yes. Mm, and then let me have, wait, wait. No, that's yep. not it. Twenty-four seconds is not a decimation. I'm sorry, Tim. It's the I know start. that you're. I know that you love Nairo. He's going for the more th- baby. than anything. But um, you don't. You can't throw away throw around terms like decimates the field when he only beat uh, Pino and Dumoulin by twenty-four seconds, forty-one seconds to Malema. That's it's a good it's a good first blow, but it's not a decimation. No, it's not a knockout. Okay, no. well, maybe not okay. a decimation. There's it, some time trials. He definitely to him. cut him. I was yeah. I was just gonna say, this decimation will be wiped away with the time trial that is right around well, the corner. Yeah, and that's I mean, as I watched this today, I was like, okay, uh, Nairo's a decent T tier, but Pino's been be- getting better. Dumoulin's a great time trialist, and Malema's a good time trialist. It's there's four guys right there. That's a good battle. Okay, like, Logan, if they're this right. close in the mountains, and then the time trial is going to flip everything around. Now yes, after that, you got like Nibali, Posavio. Let it, me tell you what they're happens. not in the same league. Yeah, okay, yeah. you're tell right. What Pino, sorry to interrupt, but here's the deal, Pino. <laughs> it's all going to go away as soon as he has to go downhill in one of these mountain stages where there's like a descent, and then Dude, Nairo is just going to dance away on the pedals. I'm not worried. Oh, like about it's going to snow I'm and everybody will Dumoulin. like neutralize and then i'm worried about dumoulin with the uh, time trial skills pino not so worried valke malima good pick definitely going to be on the podium come uh the final but nairo's got this in the bag um in fact i'm more confident in nairo winning than i was in hillary clinton becoming the president of the united states <laughs> ouch i hope so um so how are you guys feeling about the Italian hopes here? We got uh, Nibali in fifth, Posavio in sixth. Um, I kind of felt like Nibali maybe overdid it today. Like he shouldn't yeah. have followed that initial move because he <laughs> probably could have stayed with Dumoulin and Malema, but he he's like fighting for the home nation and wanted to put on a show and then blew up. Saving it for the TT. Ah, that's the trouble. Sears, the thing is he's behind all the good time trialists. He's a good time trialist. Don't he's, not put him in that category. He, he is not. He is not Dumoulin. He is not Malema. He's maybe not even Pino. He's maybe... He doesn't need Quintana? to be Dumoulin because he'll drop Dumoulin when they get to real mountains. This is one. This was one mountain. Like, this yeah. stage today was one climb, you know? Okay, well, speaking of that, uh, Spencer, Yep. how did Christwick do today? Uh, how are you feeling? You feeling okay? I know you've been putting a lot of stock in Christwick the last few years, and like I didn't, I didn't feel great. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't feel great. But uh, I mean, I still think he's ahead of all, most of the Italians probably <laughs> in the race. What? So uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I felt worse for Kelderman. I gotta say. Yeah. I... I don't see him. <laughs> Kelderman, so. Kelderman had to withdraw today with a broken finger from crashing. Oh, did he go down in the big crash? Now, he we haven't sh- talked about the sure big yeah. crash that has to happen at every bike race now where a motorcycle has to ruin the excitement yep. uh, in, in a way. Um, so motorcycle pulled over. I don't know why. Do you guys know why? Do you, do you think he really ruined the excitement or do you think well, that um, it, it actually no, it was made ex- it way more exciting? No, I'd say no, 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 no. I don't think it made it more exciting because one, up until this moment, okay, up till today, we had we had two Team Sky leaders that credibly we thought could maybe fight for the podium, right? Thomas mm-hmm. and Landa. Mm-hmm. Didn't really know how they were going to do. Each of them has their their weaknesses, and then 
suddenly Thomas is on the ground. Maybe Landa fell down? I don't know. We, we were debating this earlier. None of us knew. He certainly lost a lot of time, so it would be good for him to pretend he fell down, maybe take a free lap. Yeah. Um, but so Thomas, what, lost like three, four minutes? I mean, Thomas is pretty far back now, and that's that's a pretty big blow. I mean, Thomas is 17th overall, five minutes down, and he would have – we could say he would have at least finished like top 10 probably. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I definitely would have been – he probably would have been top uh, seven or eight, but – Look, I, I want to go back real quick to what you're talking about, the Italians. Mm-hmm. You know, Nibali, Pozzavivo. Yeah. I mean, Formolo looked pretty good out there today. He is definitely he the future of the Italian hopes, don't you think? I mean, he's yeah. sitting eighth overall, tenth on the stage. Um, first through tenth no. place, only divided by three, uh, separated by three minutes. I still think that, uh, you know, we could see some movement for places second through tenth um, yeah. overall, well, but... You and, know. you know, we, we left out an important Italian climber that had a good showing the other day as well, which is uh, Gianni Visconti. <laughs> you guys, come on. Yeah, we left him out because uh, he, he was there. He finished today. Was he? he no, well, he was there the other day. <laughs> <laughs> He's there the other day, yeah. Um, now, with this well, crash, right. I, we should get back a little bit to the crash Let's because the, crash the big story then. that has now been published is that guy that always complains about things all the time, the team director of uh, Orica. Who is that? Um, used to be with uh, Garmin, and then he got kicked out. Matty Waters got tired of him and caught him and cut him off the team. Was mm-hmm. it Matt White? That guy. Yeah, it's White. Did he, he's going nuts about Movistar drilling it at the front after the, the moto accident. And I'm sorry. I, I'm tired of this rule of, like, you got to wait. When Movistar was on the front for a while, and it was a very unfortunate accident, and there's only 15k to go. I mean, I don't know. It's not like that's the Moto's fault. I don't think Movistar needed to wait. What do you guys think? Uh, I don't know. It's it's hard. I I can see what you're saying, Tim. When it's when it's all out racing, and I don't feel like you need to like wait on a descent because it's slippery or something, and some, and some dude in in the lead fell. Because that's yeah. racing. But I kind of feel like when there's these outside kind of bullshit things that happen, um, it, 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 can go, it could go a different way. I, I can kind of feel his pain or, like, what he's saying in that. And, like, come on, like, the road pinched because a motorcycle did something stupid. A bunch of guys get taken down, and one of the GC guys suddenly, like, his whole season goes up because of that. Like, yeah. I don't know. But they yeah. were – I guess what – they were they already seem to be on the front. Sorry. Spencer, go ahead. I mean, I'm just – so I, I, I tend to agree with little guy. Like I, I, yeah, if somebody descended, descended on a wet thing and couldn't deal with the, with the technical skills and wiped out, why would you wait for them? Like, you yeah. know, but uh, like the famous example of Lance getting the, uh, musette bag on his handlebar and getting taken down with, uh, Ivan Mayo and, and, um, Heimar Zubeldia there with them. Like when those guys sort of waited, and Ulrich sort of waited. Um, you know, like, that is a freak of nature kind of thing that I'm like, yeah, okay, give him a second, you know? Like, you don't need to totally stop and put a foot down and wait for him, but, like, give him a second. But this this is a gray area, right? Like, if if this had been a, 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 a telephone pole or a car on the side of the road that they just clipped and fell over, like, is that the same thing as a moto? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It feels I don't, weird I get because so... it was open road, basically. And then this motor yeah. just sort of, like, stopped, and suddenly, you know, it pinches. One of the Sunweb guys clips it, and then... Yeah. So 100% the motor is at fault. We can't control for that. Um, I, I guess I would say that this is no different than, like, if a dog ran on the course. Like, it's just kind of a... It's a freak accident. And what gets me... This isn't like the race leader had a flat tire 20, you know, 30K to go... And they're kind of yeah. like, all right, we, we're not at the – I mean, they were on the climb. It was the final 15K. Movistar yeah. was looking resplendent on the front. I There was – just some of the comments just struck me as a little bit, um, you know, the classic English-speaking well, versus you know, uh, yeah, Spanish-speaking. Right. Like it was <laughs> yeah. like the other. And the amount of complaining. And it, when I look at these situations um, – I don't know. I was just very disappointed that then uh, Matthew White goes out there and just starts complaining the way that he did. Oh, whatever. You know, like, that's his job. Like, he's supposed to but, complain about things. Like, 
if his team didn't get what he wanted, of course he's going to complain about it. Like, so let me no. change. But me... movie star being on the front already driving the pace, there's no way they should stop. Like, well, let me change it. If that's what, what was happening. I'm, I'm busy com- agreeing with you here, Tim. I, I know you are. However, would Matt White complain if Team BMC was on the front? Because then we <laughs> would be asking ourselves, WWTJD, what would TJ do? <laughs> Uh, and you know did, you'd be sitting there going, "Oh, do you think he would stop?" No, of course he wouldn't stop. TJ no. would have been dropping everybody, and we wouldn't be <laughs> complaining about it. What did Yates fall down in that crash? I don't actually know if he, he broke went down. his bike. Like, he, like Yates he broken, did. Like his wheel was rubbing up against his frame, and he still okay. he got within fifty meters of catching back on, and then he. But then he finished of, with he finished with Thomas. Yeah, Yates, or must have because they're 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 right next to each other in GC. Um, okay, I didn't know if he as, fell down. Is this as bad as Schleck and uh, Contador? No, 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 no. No, that shouldn't have been a deal either because Contador was, was within his rights. Yeah. Yeah. I I think there's something to be said for straight-up mechanicals that you don't wait. That, like, if these – if companies want to throw so much money at teams to basically show that they have the coolest bike, the best bike, the best wheels, whatever – the best group set i feel like there's something to be said for like if you throw your chain off like i'm sorry dude but you also have a huge uh corporate sponsor uh and like mechanics you know like cool my campy chain didn't fall off your shimano chain fell off i'm gonna drive this home and then the campy tagline is like keep that chain on (laughs) you know win the stage i'm just like i mean i i I understand the sporting aspect it's kind of weird but like at the same time these manufacturers are throwing money at at these teams to showcase how fast, how good, how durable, how great their product is. is. So, like, why are you stopping because somebody else had a problem with their product? Can you think of another sport where if your opponent had an issue that you would be like, okay, I won't take advantage of this, you know? No. No. Yeah, no, I know, I know. It's weird. And but, I mean, maybe that's what makes cycling isn't great. Isn't every other sport built on that, right? Like golf? Like, ooh, dude, I'm not telling him about the sweet new driver that I got, <laughs> right? Right. Like, everything. I don't know, man. Like, I, 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 it's it's one of the cool things, that unwritten rule that's, like, makes cycling kind of unique and, like, mm-hmm. whatever. But at the same time, it's like, you can't fall back on that every single time something goes wrong. Like, Thank you. That, that's, that, yeah. Thank you. The, yeah, the, yeah, not, yeah, nailed yeah. it out of the park, Spencer. Yeah. You, you You crushed it just like uh, Nairo did today. And that uh, leads into this, guys. Next week when we're standing here, or on the pod, mm-hmm. on the final rest day going Wait, into week Wait, do I not three, get to sit next week while we do the podcast? No, we're going to be standing we the to whole get, time. We have to get like a stand-a-desk Dancing on the pedals. Okay. Who will be in the pink jersey next uh, rest day? Um, like, what What will be the the, sake, the state of the race? Same uh, top ten. Are we going to see anybody uh, kind of shuffle around? I do want to point out that... One of my theories is that Nairo Quintana isn't really the team leader of Team Movistar at the Giro. Mm. It's actually Amador, who's sitting pretty in ninth place. Um, I think Dumoulin's going to be in, in, in pink in a okay. week, but, um, you know, that's, I don't know. That's, well, I guess the biggest surprise, is there, like, is there a big surprise up until this point? Do you think anybody's going to move around? Chrysler not being in the um, yeah, you know in that top half is what I find the most shocking of the race. To be honest, well, that's surprising. I don't know. Are you guys surprised or confirmed that TJ lost time today and is now f- almost four minutes down? I'm not. I'm every time TJ does this to me, I'm never sure if I should be surprised. Not surprised. Or not you know? Like you're not surprised. TJ could it's make a, a great game. living. TJ could make a great living and be a huge fan favorite if he just accepted his role as the super domestique of Richie Port. That's my opinion. Like, I think he's got a lot of skill, but he hasn't been able to prove himself as a GC rider. And it's, you know, cash that paycheck as being the super domestique. Well, man. he's cashing that paycheck. Spencer, what do you think? Did he let you down or did he confirm your your, well, your thoughts? See, he didn't let me down because he's doing just about what I thought he would do. Middling. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, he might right. be even shooting a little above his weight, as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, but as far as next week, I think, little guy, you're probably on to something. I think Dumoulin will probably be retaining that pink jersey until then, uh, before he hands it over to uh, Vincenzo Nobali uh, oh, in the last hoping, week. 
Nice. I like it. Have you guys, I mean, you guys... that's Italian-wise, I hope so. They need it, man. It's They've been kind of brutal to their own riders over there so far. Are you surprised at Pino's uh, current second-place finish? Like, today it looked a little surprising. I mean, he was he looked no. good out there today on the climb. It was fun he, to watch no. him. He it's always frisky. looks good on the climbs. Like, he's always looked good on the climbs. So. And he's Up got that FDJ kit, which looks great anyway. Yeah. And this this goes back to our dark web feeds that I the only feed I could find today was a French feed. And usually that's a little depressing. They don't have much to cheer for. It's just kind of they mumble stuff, and you can tell they're sad. But today, oh, I don't know what they were saying, but they were very excited. I bet. So then, we had a good tweet um, or that I saw today, actually, from uh, Peter Flax, who used to be the one of the editors at some popular bicycle magazines um, in the U.S. He had, he had a great breakdown for uh, our pirate streamers. So let me just run this by you and see how you feel about it. Right, this is pro, pro, pro tip for pirate streams. Sports in the spring, RAI in May, L'Equipe in July, EITB in September, Eurospa- Eurosport occasionally equals Phil and Paul never. Ooh. Uh, the pretty... last part the last part is very good uh, I don't know if I always agree sometimes uh, the home nation feed I feel like they're they're like a little more protective they lock that stuff down you know like I can't get the Italian feed like they're whereas the French are like ah who cares it's just Italy we'll give it to anybody <laughs> that's true that's true it can be harder to find the good ones but uh, get your solid VPNs up scour those deep webs mm-hmm. they're out there well yeah. and then guys I I this 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 is hurt hurtful. So I'm just gonna get out of the way right now. Um, okay. When I created my Velo Games team, I actually created Velo Games team just as like a placeholder, and <laughs> um, you know I like didn't go back and edit the team, and now I find myself fourth from the bottom. So I just want to give a quick shout out to Zach of Leaning Tower of Pizzato. Devin Destefano of the Quintana Double, an epic sax guy who has Team Rita Malloy. If you guys can just stay there right now, that would be fantastic. I really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> thanks for being there. You guys are making this so much easier for me. Um, disaster has struck the capital city meets, and it's because I went with Kreiswick. Could be. Ouch. How's my team doing, guys? I didn't even pick them, and they're doing great. I, I hear they're beating all, so, both of you guys. Velo Games right now. The uh, quick shout-out to the Baltimore Young Boys of Fora Shells, who's currently tearing it up at the top of the uh, the rankings, looking uh, looking very good. Um, little guy, you're you're sitting good, but Spencer, kind of impressed by your team right now. Not too oh, bad. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's good. <laughs> how's, the, how's the shake I mean, Where Where are we all at? Tim, you're fourth from the bottom. You'd be yeah, I'm not I'm, pretty much anything. I'm, I'm, I'm still scrolling up. I'm still scrolling up, and I haven't gotten to you guys yet. So, um, oh, wow. you know, it's kind of one of the. It's it's that far up there. So, Spencer, right now, you're probably what middle of the pack, and then the uh, the Instagram team uh, of little guy is. Uh, where are you? I must have passed you because I was looking for um, the little guy team, and it just wasn't there. So, you know, there's a team much- here. Uh, <laughs> you guys who is, are whose director, whose GS name is Planned Peoplehood? <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty That's good. Pretty good. You, guys are, you guys are close to Tide. You're right in the middle yeah. of the pack. You're, you're very, yeah, very, very close. close to Tide. Um, uh, can but, we just give a shout out? Um, I'm just a little bit ahead. I just want to put that out. Just oh, bit. did you come back? Guys, okay. we do need to put this out there. Baltimore Young Boys is yeah. fifth overall in the entire Velo Games community out of 17,000 oh, wow. teams. Well, that's, that's awesome. That's, yeah. that's a so sprinter-heavy team. Let's just talk about his team. He's got Gaviria, yeah. and, he, and he's got Yates, Jungles, Quintana, Zacharin, Greipel, and then he's got some guy from Gazprom that's got him zero points. He's got yeah. Gibbons and Mollard of FDJ. So it's going to hurt with the Yates pick, light. but... Well, you never know though. He might come back with like a stage win or something if he's yeah, if true. he's actually you know has good form and just lost little time. And he still had two unused credit points. That's what's crazy. So he did that under budget, and he's des- destroying all of us. Oh man, he's money balling us. So yeah, I, I definitely suck. I'm just gonna leave that right there. What do you guys think? Uh, 
I mean, Pico at least Pizzotto he... watch now uh, yeah. chance of a stage win. I don't actually believe it. I, I mean, I know, I know, I know. I'm supposed to believe, but I just, I don't believe he can do it. I no, want him to do it. Of course he can. It's gonna happen. It's gonna <sighs> happen. Right. There, there are too many Pizzotto references in our uh, league here for that not to happen. We have willed it into existence. We there's, really there's have. The, the only God can judge me uh, team here. There's, there's, oh God, they're everywhere I look. There's another Pizzotto reference. <laughs> it's fantastic. I, our fans are great. <laughs> they are great. And um, I think we should go to the prelim. lap. Well, I think we're going to see what the officials thing. think. I mean, yeah. with the bell rings, we'll, well go. I, I mean, we we can't just decide to go. I haven't updated my USA Cycling officials license, so um, yeah, I can't be the official. Spencer, mm. you might be the official on this. All right. Hey, this is Mike King at the Sea Otter Classic, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Once again, the Slow Ride Podcast is brought to you by the listeners of the Wide Angle Podium Network. We'd like to thank all of our subscribers and the supporters and the sponsors. I want to give a quick shout-out personally to John Senum, a longtime supporter. I know that he's uh, had some uh, health uh, issues of late, so John, feel better. And uh, before you know it, uh, you'll be back out on the um, full bike, not having to just dodge the uh, segways out there on the Gateway Trail out to Stillwater. So, um, But you can always go to WideAnglePodium.com to learn more on how to become a supporter of the uh, network. And listen to all the great shows that we have on the radio, such as Crosshairs Radio, We Got to Hang Out, mm-hmm. and the Dirtfield Recordings. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, uh, do you guys hear the news? I, I heard it. The I news. just don't want to break it. We're, we're, dropping, we're dropping the news here. Now, this broke uh, earlier this week on Crosshairs Radio, but there's going to be another brand new show on the Wide Angle Podium Network. What? And it is what not is a it? brand new show. It's a new show to our network, but it's coming back, and it's pretty good. It's coming back. We have revived. We have brought back from the dead, like a, like a zombie reanimating. We have brought back the Bike Shop Show, um, which was a very popular cycling podcast, uh, kind of about the technical side of things. Um, and that was, uh, cool. s- that was Scott and Dave who do the uh, um, They Don't Do That in Europe segments with, uh, on Crosshairs Radio with Bill. And um, they're bringing that show back. It's going to be, I think, cyclocross kind of focused, but it's going to be all on tech and all on mechanic stuff and all, nice. the, all the nerdy, geeky, little guy type of things. That so are... it's just going to be canties, like just talking about setting up canties the whole time? Could be. It's cyclocross, cycle and it's, that's the hardest thing <laughs> in cyclocross is setting up your canties. So. That's true. I'm looking forward to this show about setting up canties. I got some questions. Um, is there a call-in line? Probably. We'll, we'll get okay. you details on that. But cool. that show is coming back sometime in June, uh, so look for that in your feeds. Um, it's going to be on Wide Angle Podium, and that is strictly straight up due to the support we get from listeners like you. So we want to uh, give a big shout-out to everybody that does support. It's fantastic. allows us to do this kind of thing. That is true. We'd also like to thank our longtime supporter of the network, Health IQ. Once again, supporting us, healthiq.com slash slow ride. The entire company is designed around saving you money on life insurance because you're a healthy, active individual. So it's not the old school life insurance where you're just thrown into the giant pot and then they ask you all the questions about like if you smoke. Instead of asking that, they either like if you smoke but do you also just crush it on the bike regularly? And if you say no and then yes, you're going to save a lot more money on your life insurance. So check it out, healthiq.com slash slow ride. Yeah, yeah. healthiq.com slash slow ride. They definitely, like Tim said, save you money on your life insurance. Get those costs down because you are, are keeping yourself fit. You're keeping your body healthy. They know that it doesn't cost them as much to, uh, you know, to, to take care of you. Um, you're less likely to have any issues. So that's where that comes from. And uh, they've been a longtime supporter, and it's great. That's yeah. right. And let's get back to the show. 
because uh, we have quite a bit of um, kind of non sequiturs to get to. I'm Anthony Clark, just hanging out, sliding into the Slow Ride Podcast. Alright, so we're back, and I do want to um, point out, I, I would love to come back and read some reviews on iTunes. Go to iTunes, leave us a review. We haven't had a review since early April, and I'm, I haven't even had to send, like, I haven't tried to send in a fake review, but I'm getting pretty close to do it to make sure that the review function is still working on iTunes. But give us a review, preferably five stars, that'd be pretty rad, and you help us boost our rankings so more and more people can find out about the podcast. That would be pretty rad. We also get emails to the slow ride podcast at gmail.com and sweet. we got another we got a sweet one this week from a longtime listener and supporter of the pod, Jennifer Kratz, all the way down in Miami. And she goes, I was minding my own business on a solo interval ride, said good morning to a biker as I passed. He was so excited someone spoke to him that he sped up and without asking offered his rear view to draft off of. <laughs> okay. All right. That's and she goes, bizarre. I took this photo before I vomited in my mouth and turned around. Sharing right. is caring. And so she forces us to open up the, the picture and see what's in the picture. And this gentleman is wearing a nice pair of, uh, of shorts without bibs. Okay, yep. And he's just got – and so he's got that kind of suntan crack thing, right, that happens when your jersey rides up on you. <laughs> And in the back of his shorts, because he doesn't have pockets in his jersey, he has a banana sticking out of his waistband of his short, and he has a Ziploc bag with his phone in it. That's a lot of. That's a well, lot this is straight out of Miami. So Jennifer, oh, thank God. you. Why? Oh, why? <laughs> we will. We are going to post this photo on our Twitter feed. We'll probably also post this one on the Facebook feed um, so everyone else can share our pain of this guy that has a banana that is pretty much coming Jesus. out of his crack. Where, where, where did the banana start and where does the banana end? I haven't uh, seen the photo. Oh, God. I don't want to. It's, it's protected. I it's wanna, got, that's why I mean, you put a banana. You wouldn't put an apple down there or something. Just, you got to eat guy, the rind. Okay. I'm not worried about the banana. No, I'm not worried about the banana either. I'm worried about the banana banana will be traumatized, but the banana will be fine. (laughs) Well, I mean, it knows it's gonna die anyway. This this picture is clearly taken on A1A too, so you know, like there's some nice landscapes on both sides here. I'm pretty sure he's rolling into his uh, his nice. uh, Yeah, you know this. This guy is either this guy is either doesn't have a job, or he is loaded. Because you don't do something like that unless you're on either end of the spectrum. He's either so overly confident from his nine-figure income. <laughs> I'm opening. Oh, good lord! It's. I don't even want to see it. It's I'm worse afraid. than I thought, Tim. Yeah. It's worse than I thought. I know. So check it that out. Bana- that banana is up in there. Yeah. Oh. So we like to recommend. First and Jersey's foremost, so wear some bib shorts. Why doesn't it have pockets? What bib kind of jersey did you get that didn't have pockets? Well, here's the thing. If you can't get the bib shorts, you know, maybe maybe you're a triathlete and things are a little um, – the budget's a little tight when you're out there training and you can only afford one pair of tri shorts. Oh. At least get a jersey that has a pocket. So you don't – because the banana, you're like, all right, he's got a banana. But then he has his cell phone in a Ziploc bag. Like yeah, also place there yeah. so you can. You don't want to get it. anything on that, right? <laughs> oh, God. Let me pay good money for that thing. This may be the so Jennifer, you just broke the uh, server here at the slowridepodcast at gmail.com. Oh. If you see other great things out there, make sure you tweet us at the slowridepod or email us at the slowridepodcast at gmail.com. Um, That's true. It's my saddlebags exist now. Addition, oh. additional. Um, Non sequiturs that we have out there. Uh, While Spencer is still trying to uh, breathe easily. (laughs) Um, Guys, Vout Van Art has been announced that he is going to be racing on the road in 2018. Should we care? Boo. 
Yeah, that's sad. I, mean, I didn't know that. I wondered what you guys were going to say. I kind of figured that's what it would be. Van, is Van, Vanderhaar the only coming. one that cares? Because now Vanderhaar can start winning World Cups again. Oh, ouch. Van... <laughs> I don't think he can. Yeah, he's, there's know. still a Vanderpool yeah. problem. No, but yeah. Vanderpool will go to the road, too. He'll just follow Bout's lead. That's what I'm thinking here. So Vanderhaar is like, mm. oh, please. Vanderpool, I bet you should go to the road. Bout said you're horrible. <laughs> Bout said you're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> he said you can't do rides longer than an hour. Prove him wrong. Yeah. There you go. Uh I think it's a bummer, man. I, I wish all the best guys wouldn't leave cross. I mean, obviously for Stybar's case it's it's worked. Boom. I think we've talked about that. <laughs> yeah. Not as good. Enough said. Been a bit of a disappointment. I don't know. Yeah, I think it I think but it's you, a letdown. You know what though? I mean, as sad as it is, I'm gonna say it opens up the door. For more guys coming through the ranks. Like, there's a whole other class of U23s and juniors that are going to be exciting. We just don't know who they are yet. And yeah, um, that's true. Frankly, I think if I listen back to all our, our, our cross-season podcasts, I think all we did was complain about those two guys anyway. So. <laughs> no way. I well, love watching Vanderpool. I'm not going to get a, not gonna get a uh, good opinion on this until I listen to Crosshairs Radio on Wide Angle Podium Network because then I'll yeah. just take Bill's opinion and I'll say it louder and act like it's mine. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of your. It's kind of your mo. So, um, yeah, we got that. Put a phone in a bag in your shorts. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's really bad. What do you mean? Why? It makes so much sense. It's sweaty down there. Put it in your jersey. Like, put it anywhere. Where are you gonna put it? This guy should get pockets. I need to close this photo. It's just gonna keep making me angry. He should have put this it. This like, may be one I of the. He's got this, tube socks on, so put this it may in be the one of the socks. worst things I've ever seen on a bike. If I yeah, saw no. this, I don't know what I would be able to do. Like, you yeah. do not wave at this person ever again. Now, Jen, here's the question I have for you. You said that you rolled up past him and said hi, and then he sprinted to catch up to you. So you didn't notice this on the first pass, or did he have the banana somewhere else? And then he was trying <laughs> to come past you, and he was like, "Ooh, I'll just put the banana in my shorts." Mm, he had to get back in the arrow truck. So, uh, what's going on in Miami? You guys have know. a lot of explaining to yeah, do. There's, Somebody there's... from Miami needs to write us an email as, as an explanation or and or apology for the entire city of Miami for this. This action. this one's pretty bad. Um, he a uh, friend of mine, Joe Joey Joey Gilman from Winter Park Cycles, hits up and he goes. Hey, uh, I don't know if anyone listens to the podcast as a decision maker at Strava, but if there is a decision maker at Strava, Joey wants to get in touch. So get in touch with us at the podcast. He has a brilliant $1 million idea. I told him I was going to do that. But a real decision maker, not like a Strava ambassador, not a guy that's at the call center, not even mid-management, so talking want, top level You want Strava. Ralph Strava to yes. personally call. Yeah, yes, Ralph, Ralph Strava. Strava. Just give us a call to the tip line or email us at the Slow Ride Pod. I'll put you in touch. Um, you're going to make millions of dollars off this idea. Um, Phil Guyman got broken into, I don't know if you guys saw this, his car got broken into. And the only reason that this matters is that he had a lot, he had a couple Strava rides that he didn't upload yet to the cloud. (laughs) And he's been video. Have you watched his videos? I highly recommend them. It's a slow ride podcast, super rookie recommendation. Go to the Phil Guyman YouTube channel where he's been recording his, um, his attempts to take the KOMs, which at first were about taking him away from the, the known doper out there in L.A. And now he's just going after the KOMs like Mount Baldy or whatever, like the Tour of California ones. And sometimes he gets them, sometimes he doesn't. It's been actually pretty captivating. I do like that uh, um, web series, so check it out. And there is rumor that uh, Guyman is going to be all the way over here in North Carolina uh, tomorrow for the attack on Mount Mitchell, which is one of the biggest climbs in the eastern seaboard to see if he can get that. There's a, it's in a national park, and they shut down all the roads except on this Monday once a year, and about a 500 um, cyclists get to uh, do a hill climb to the top to see uh, who gets the, the fastest. It's a big deal down here in the southeast where we don't have very much climbing. Interesting. So, Interesting. Anyway, Didn't Didn't there's know. that. And then uh, – one other thing uh, I, I have here on my notes, uh, little guy, is that you crushed the Greenway today, or this week. Yep, I already talked about it. Oh, yep, that was sure it? Yeah. I yeah. thought there was a bigger, better story. 
No, I mean, I saw a guy in an Astana kit and a guy in a 7 complimented my bike. That's It can't get much bigger than that. I'm sorry. I didn't spend enough time on the Greenway for it to get any bigger than that. All right. Well, with that, let's let's get to the second biggest story of the week in the terms of cycling. Um, Rightfully, it should probably be the biggest uh, news story if it was an entire week and given the full credit that it does deserve. Of course, we're talking about the women's... Tour of California, four-day race that took place. It was called the Amgen Breakaway from Heart Disease. Um, four days ended today with um, a stage in Sacramento, but I yeah. saw some pretty sweet on-camera footage that, uh, Spencer, you also tweeted out today. Yep. The, that is some amazing racing. So much to talk about here. My favorite part, though, Katarina Nash rocking it with the mountain bike pedals and the mountain bike shoes. In the well, road she, races nice. for the four days. It nice. was great um, overall. I just wish it got the credit that it fully deserves. I don't understand why it's a separate event. I wish it was a full-on seven days of racing like the men's version and yeah. uh, getting full credit. Maybe flip-flop who finishes last on a certain day or you know every now and then. That would be great. Anyways, it was exciting yeah, to see so. at least it's happening. But this is much too slow, these baby steps that are being taken. Yeah. But it was good racing, and uh, if you track down that video or any of the other ones um, floating around out there, some of the on-bike stuff, it's incredible. Like, the racing out there is as high-level as the men. It's as aggressive. It's as technically gifted. Um, it was good, and we saw some great racing. We saw Corinne Rivera uh, winning some stages. We saw a lot of uh, good American racers mixing it up with the big uh, Euro names that you're used to, and it was awesome. Well, Anna Vanderbergen wins by one second over Katie Hall yeah. of Team United Healthcare, and I do want to yep. point out that it was Bulls Dolmans who won. That's uh, Anna Vanderbergen's <laughs> team. This is the team that um, uh, I may have uh, jumped the gun, and I, I I'm going to pull you guys down with me because I'm pretty sure you guys were with me in this uh, when we said that true. it was just okay. a horrible season for them so far, and they have been on fire since then. And you, well, yeah, I mean, so you did that with Bulls Doman, and little guy did that with Cannondale, and so I just need to tell the audience what team is terrible, and that team should see a good rally here in the next few months. So People's I'm not sure who it. I'm going to pick yet, though. I might just pick <laughs> uh, People Bazzato and see what happens. Or but, pick Cunego. I want to see Cunego win again. <laughs> Overall, the, those those videos, the crowd is there. It's it's great yep. racing. Let's give them the full credit that they deserve. Um, there are some great uh, news sites that you can go out there and read to get full um, full review and of the uh, of what's happening. Um, but anyways, we saw, uh, we saw the uh, Hoggins Berman uh, Superman team um, of podcast network family member Lindsey Bear uh, mixing it up out there with the big Euro teams, and they holding their own. They had a top ten uh, today on the last stage, seventh place. Um, and some, you know, some cyclocross folks out there, Emma White got a top 10 today on that, uh, Sacramento stage. So that's pretty cool to see. Um, so yeah, lots of reasons to follow, uh, lots of storylines to check out. And, and as always, that racing's great. The men's race, uh, pretty, uh, formula, follow the formula, uh, for stage one and Kittle just kind of smoked everyone as pretty much everybody predicted. So, um, we're looking forward to a week of that. Uh, on the men's side, are we really? Uh, no. Are you being sarcastic? Because Ken Cavy dude who we suddenly learn about. Yeah, that's true. It's some guy who wins a mountain stage, and yeah, I... um, but you know, it's off to a slow start. So as exciting as the women's racing was all week, uh, the men's race starting out not necessarily on a bang, but uh, looking forward to it heating up. Well, the top domestic team was once again United Healthcare, which I don't know if we can even consider them domestic since they do race a you know fairly international calendar um, with the tenth and eleventh place today. I since it's gone to the pro tour level now, you have or you know as high level as you can, you have all of the um, the big teams there, and so you've yeah. got what Jelly Belly, United Health as the uh, you know the yeah, the rally. secondary team. Yeah, rally. Sorry, it. Nova Nordisk is also there, but it's just – I don't know, man. I i really want to love this race, but since they changed it to uh, May up against the Giro, I'm just yeah. – uh, I know we talk about this. It's been three years now we've been talking about this, but, man, is that just we frustrating can't let it go. to me. Yeah. You know what, though? We get Sagan here, and that's really – That's true. 
He's it not is... going to do the Giro. You're not taking him away from the Giro. Like, we get to see Sagan racing, and otherwise he'd just be training, and that's boring. Yeah. I mean, if I was in California, I would definitely be really excited to go watch Sagan. So, if I was in California, else. I would just be po- for the next three years. I'll just be posting up in uh, South Lake Tahoe because all of his videos are like, "I love South Lake Tahoe," and you're like, "Oh man, I'm gonna <laughs> go hang around." Um, I wonder where you would find Peter Sagan if you were in South Lake Tahoe. Like, there's probably a good ice cream stand, maybe. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know where. Like, I don't know what Peter Sagan does. In you. His... What's that? That's where we'd find you. Yeah. Well, it's scouting out for. Uh, um, Sagan, but you're hoping there's a lot of overlap. <laughs> yeah, I just, man, it, it's tough to like that when there's the Giro on, and uh, like yeah. we said earlier, the Giro's been a little boring to start, but the fireworks are coming, and it's gonna be great. It's, uh, can't wait to watch. Yeah, yeah, so I'm just jumping over to Yelp here, um, South Lake Tahoe. Gonna see what comes up first for coffee and tea. I'm gonna guess that's probably where he's gonna be. Well, that's a good idea. Well, and Spencer, this is a this is a good tip that you're giving here because one of my favorite tips, if you're ever looking for pro cyclists before a race or during a race, you just go to the porta potties because that's where they're going to be. So if you want a nice autograph, um, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. that's a good spot. They're going to go. make a stop. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's true. They might they be a little rushed, something. but um, you know, yeah, maybe good. just a little bit. So the the one that comes up first is a is a coffee shop called Freebird, but uh, it's only got a one dollar sign. So I'm kind of thinking might be a little hippy-dippy. Um, yeah, it sounds like Sagan. <laughs> so we're going to go down to the next one, A Cup of Cherries. It's got $2 signs. So uh Cherries? Oh, I don't know. It could be either one of those. Is it... This one sounds like maybe it serves uh, alcohol as well. So maybe Freebird's the one. Maybe Freebird's the ticket. Seems like it might it. have a sort of a Sagan-esque appeal to it. Yeah, maybe it's all, all about the Southern Rock, too. For some weird reason. Oh, God. Muscle cars, yeah. Southern Rock, and coffee. His photos you know. are amazing. <laughs> yeah, so All right, everybody, so check it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Maybe I can get Sagan to uh, come to Minnesota when I finally do my Grateful Bread ride out to uh, oh, whatever God. city in, in Wisconsin and ride to the Grateful Bread. Um, it's going to be called the Easy Wind Grateful Bread Ride. And it's going to be awesome. You stop in the middle. You have a sandwich with the Grateful Bread. I assume you listen to some Grateful Dead. And then uh, you come back. I still haven't done it. I keep needing to do it every summer. Freebird sells uh, reusable mason jars as to-go cups. So this nice. Is, yeah, that right sounds up, awesome. Right up your alley. I mean, we we, we crushed it um, this week with, uh, with so many things that we discussed, right? Not only did we crush about Pizzato. The Twitter feed was talking all about Pizzato. Race Radio hit us up with um, a collection of some of Pipo Pizzato's amazing sign-on bikes that he's been uh-huh. using. That uh-huh. I didn't know this was a thing. He rides, like, unique bikes to the stage sign-on. So he's done, what? like, cross bikes with uh, disc brakes. Um, he's done uh, old steel uh, uh, frames that little guy would get uh, very excited for because they have lugs that are um, kind of polished. And uh, so that's just <laughs> one set <laughs> Of what yep. you can also see when you follow us on the uh, Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. So take a look. Yeah. And um, with that, unless you guys have something else going on, I think it's um, time to get going. Get some good uh, – get one more quality sleep in before we all tune in for the Juro time trial, which is going to be amazing <laughs> to watch. Yeah. No. Uh, hoping – been waiting for that yeah, one. Yeah, waiting. I'm waiting to pull up the results after it's over. That's what I'm waiting to do. <laughs> <laughs> Like all time trials, just waiting to find out what happened. Well, and with that, we'd like to thank you for listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. As always, we'd like you to remind you to wave at your fellow cyclists as long as they are just wearing some kind of Lycra and you're outside of your city limits. That may be a little <laughs> bit better. Um, don't wave at everyone if you don't know who they are and you don't want to um, get yelled at for waving. Um, we'd also like to thank Health we- IQ. Yeah. Our yep. sponsor this week and the supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Um, you can go to wideanglepodium.com to find out more. And once again, Health IQ slash Slow Ride to um, save money exactly. on your life insurance. We also want to thank uh, BK1 from Rhyme Sayers Entertainment for the use of his track, Tema de Cannibal, off the album Radio de Cannibal. Did I tell you guys that I am getting BK1 to produce a, uh, a playlist for the wedding? 
No, oh. I was I was hoping you were gonna say as you started talking, I was like, he's gonna produce your wedding. I like it. Uh, no, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll try to bring my dancing shoes. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be. It's gonna yeah, be. It's very professional. I'll I'll definitely. Hey, I'm definitely ready to dance. Speaking of which, Spencer, can you share um your eBay watch list with us um for your uh, registry? <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> that would be you just the best it. registry ever. <laughs> you get you get just like you're like opening boxes like what is this oh it's that tie skewer i've wanted (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just the purple number nine kit come on oh man okay purple number nine all right and um guys with that i think it's time to get out of here the slow ride podcast bikes advice and rumors straight from the source theslowridepodcast.com and on Twitter at theslowridepod.